You're listening to your Dental Top 5 podcast with Amanda Hill, informing you on the top trends in dentistry every Thursday. Brought to you by the creators of A Tale of Two Hygienists podcast. And now, here's your host, Amanda Hill. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Your Dental Top 5, where we take trending topics in dentistry and break them down into five usable highlights that you can take back to your op, your life, or just look smarter at your next dinner party. I'm your host, Amanda Hill. Before we hop into today's episode, I wanted to take another second just to read another review that we have gotten. So Easy Street Jerkwork, whoever you are, said, the host has an awesome voice and this is such an informative podcast. I love that it's only 15 minutes because it's the perfect amount of time for me. Hand raised, hand raised. So thank you so much for taking the time to leave a review. And the rest of you listening, please take a second and rate and review the podcast so that it makes it easier for other people to find. And we can continue to grow this podcast because man, it is just fun. Now on to the show. So today's episode is, is kind of a fun one and one that I don't know much about, which always makes me excited in a top five, because that means I'm going to learn a thing or five too. So today episode, we've brought on Dahlia Lai to tell us about the top five ways to practice green dentistry. And I don't mean the color green. So Dahlia, thanks so much for coming on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> so I'm excited to learn more about this, but how did you get into this? What's your, what's your kind of career path story? That's a great question. So uh, I first started getting interested in building a more sustainable life, first and foremost, um, as a hygienist, I kind of spent my day throwing away a lot of things, you know, um, plastic wraps and <laughs> disposables. We throw away so much. It's amazing. Yeah. So I thought like maybe I could try and be a little greener at home um, because I had moved out on my own for the first time. I was throwing away a lot of food and I just thought I'm working really hard for this money. Like, why am I throwing away so much? Um, so that was kind of a personal decision. And then I thought, how can I make my profession more sustainable, more eco-friendly? Um, because yeah, like you said, we just, it's staggering <laughs> how much we throw away and some of it obviously for good reasons, right? Um, Absolutely. But I refuse to believe that there's no possible way to kind of merge sustainability and environmental responsibility as well as practicing healthy and safe um, dentistry. So I, I believe there's a way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's at least a, a, a happy medium to be found somewhere in there. For sure. Even in your personal life too, right? We are constantly making decisions. And so even if I can't find the 100% like eco-friendly, like Mother Earth thanks you kind of way to do something, I try to at least make the next best decision. Like, okay, it's not great, but it's better than a disposable. It's better than this one-time use thing. So uh, it's just a rule of thumb, I think, for life. <laughs> just try to do the next best Absolutely. thing. <laughs> I was so good about um, using my own shopping bags, like, you know, hands down. Always my own shopping bags. And then COVID hit and my grocery store won't let me use my own shopping mm. bags anymore. And so I'm really looking forward to when I can get back, get back to using my own shopping bags because at least that was something. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think those were um, topics trending on a lot of the 
uh, sustainable forums that I follow and the sustainable influencers that I look up to was, you know, we're, we're also ordering out a lot, right? I'm getting a lot of to-go meals from local restaurants who maybe don't have the infrastructure to like provide eco-friendly, like, um, carry out Tupperwares. So there's a lot of grace and there are seasons for sustainability. Um, but yeah, we could always just try doing the next best thing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's launch into your top five. So what's, what's your number one for way to practice green dentistry? Uh, so I, before I give you the number one, I do want to preface that I did break it down by like what we can do as an industry, right? Because so much of what you see advertised as far as sustainable products is for like the individual, the person. And I think a lot of companies try to shift ownership for um, climate change and waste production on the individual. What we know is that industries tend to create the bulk of that um, waste. You know, by the time the product reaches the consumer, you're kind of getting that finished thing. You don't know how much has been wasted during production. Um, those are just not things that we're thinking about. Maybe things we're not privy to. So I do want to preface my top five by saying the first couple of things that I'm going to highlight are industry-wide what we can do. And then the last three are going to be like what we can do as individuals because that's more actionable, right? Like this is something that you For can sure. do. For sure. I love it. Today. That's a great, that's a great way to break it down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So the very first thing that we can uh, do to practice green dentistry is we can embrace telehealth. I think COVID's helping us do right? that. I think finally <laughs> it opened that little crack in the window to help us. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was the push off the diving board that we didn't right. know we needed. Yeah. So whether you are in an old practice, new practice, I think the standard is to do digital, like bookkeeping, digital record keeping of pa like patient records. Uh, I know there's a lot of bastions of paper, you know, <laughs> um, paper charting still out there. And that's fine. Printed on recycled paper, <laughs> printed on bamboo paper, right? But I think if we make the effort to move digital, um, not only will it save us the cost of printing, the cost of um, caring for these paper, um, paper products. I know that there are a lot of offices that I've worked for that are constantly buying folders and storage for those folders, stickers to differentiate them, and they're hauling them back and forth. I remember the front office personnel um, at the last office I worked at, she's like, I, I'm, too, I'm getting too old to haul these boxes around. And with digital, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> and not to mention the infection control mm -hmm. uh, help that digital does as opposed to, you know, touch. Do you touch it with gloves? Do you not touch it with gloves? It, oh, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you save yourself some wipes. I think, yeah, embracing teledentistry, telehealth um, will help reduce your, I guess, output, right? Your waste. Now, there is a caveat to that. In fact, I've read a few articles that kind of state that servers, these big servers that store all this data, right? Um, that has a massive carbon footprint. You know, you have to keep these servers cool. 
Um, to make them, to store all this information, requires a lot of mining of precious resources from our Earth. And so that's just kind of the, the last thing that we're thinking about, right? <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. I can't think about all these things. It's too much. <laughs> it is. It is too much. And so um, the second, my second uh, of the top five is to in, invest in um, environmental responsibility as a practice, as an industry. Um, and that could look like purchasing carbon offsets. You know, you can actually invest your money in environmentally responsible companies that, you know, let's say I have a server that has all my patient information and I know that my car- the carbon footprint of my office is this much. You can actually find carbon footprint calculators and input all your information in there and it'll tell you how much CO2 you produce. Wow. You could do it for households, for businesses. Um, it will also tell you like at the end, like how much money you could save on your electricity, like your utility bills, water, things like that. So just a quick Google search will tell you what you need to know about carbon footprint calculators. But by investing in eco-friendly practices like um, purchasing carbon offsets or investing in companies that have environmental responsibility as like part of their mission and value statement. Um, you can be working, like making your money work for you. It's not maybe a, the most glamorous thing to do. You know, it doesn't like, I, I think about all of the eco-friendly influences I follow that have these just beautiful, aesthetically pleasing homes and offices and, that's nice and all, but uh, in the grand scheme of things, if you're still um, investing your money in companies that don't have any environmental responsibility or you don't know where your information is being stored and how much that is costing the planet in the long run, um, yeah, it can be out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> so my second- Yeah, it's, it's about like putting your money where your, where your values are. Totally. And, and understanding and understanding what that is. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Totally. And there's lots of avenues for that when it comes to environmental responsibility. There is an office uh, that I tempt for out in Berkeley. I know. Yes, I'm in California and I'm the hippie girl, right? <laughs> but um, there's an office that I tempt for and they made a switch to solar. And so they had solar panels put on their office and... They had a battery installed so that they could save their energy for a rainy day. And it was, it wasn't a fancy new chair. It wasn't bamboo toothbrushes. It was just a long-term investment creating a more sustainable office. Um, Even something small like changing the lights, right? LED lights. Um, You know, these small, like I said, long-term changes that will help you also save money. Every dentist, every hygienist, every practice wants to save money. Being environmentally responsible does not have to cost you. In fact, it's a great business, (laughs) business economic right there. (laughs) That's awesome. I think often people think that it's going to cost big money to be environmentally conscious. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, it can All be right, up so front, what's, but yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, so what's number three? Oh, wait, we're moving into individuals now, right? Correct. Okay. So number three um, would, uh, I guess I kind of teased this already, but it can be the individual office's decision to implement 
uh, reducing waste. So that means uh, using recycled paper to print your patient's receipts, um, doing e-receipts, um, purchasing cleaning products that are easy for the environment, um, changing your light bulbs. If you've got a bathroom in your office, changing to bamboo toilet paper. Bamboo grows a lot faster than trees do. Um, and so it's more sustainable. It takes less water to grow bamboo. Um, you could put timers on your lights so they're not on all the time. <laughs> so those That's are things that you can do as an individual in your home, in your practice, um, to kind of reduce your carbon footprint. Absolutely. Yeah, those are great ones. Mm -hmm. What's number four? Number four would be to... Uh, join an association. So the American Dental Association and the Eco Dentistry Association, these are two um, organizations that I'm sure your listeners will be aware of. Um, being a part of them will allow you to take classes to get certified as an eco-friendly practice. It also networks you with other like-minded dentists so that you don't have to do it alone. Um, you could put that sticker on your window. You can tout that certificate, you know, on your front desk. It's a big draw, um, I think, in this day and age when a lot of patients are looking beyond just the services that you're giving them. They want to know who you are, your culture, living your values. Um, and so, yeah, being plugged into those organizations, um, it also holds the industry as a whole accountable, right? Uh, at some point, we'll be accountable to the waste that we produce because it doesn't just affect us. It affects the health of our patients. Um, not, I, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty on climate change, but the more I read, the more I see how um, increased cases of asthma, right? That's going to affect our patients. Um, you have um, dirty water. <laughs> if you look at what happened in Flint, Michigan, they still don't have clean water. So um, there are a lot of ways in which climate change down the line affects our patients' health. And so we could clean teeth, right? We can fix teeth that are um, infected. But if we want to kind of care for our patients holistically, we can be a part of these organizations that help make things right, that help offset. Right. Yeah. As prevention specialists, you know, mm -hmm. this is who we claim to be. We're prevention specialists. And so we need to be doing all that we can to prevent that from happening. So, yeah, you talk about asthma. Mm -hmm. More asthma equals more dry mouth, which mm -hmm. maybe equals more cavities, which, you know, and, and so, yeah, that makes a lot of sense that that's something that, that we should be thinking about. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like that. What goes What's around comes around, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um. So... Uh, in our offices, I think we carry a lot of things that we give out to our patients um, when they're done with their appointment, those little plastic goodie bags, plastic um, toothbrushes, plastic floss, <laughs> lots and lots and lots of plastic. Um, floss in a plastic container, in a plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's like those little um, Russian nesting dolls. <laughs> it is, Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you could take a step back, take a deep breath as an office collectively, because I'm sure it requires a lot of buy-in from the dentist. They want to know how much it costs. Um, but I would highly recommend looking into woven floss. Um, it's compostable. Like, it will break down. It has a definite lifespan where plastic does not. It has an infinite lifespan. Um 
brands like Coco Floss have been adopting environmentally conscious um, packaging. So they will send you refills now. But even though their um, floss comes in plastic packages, you only ever need that one. And then they send you refills, and those refills are wrapped in a biodegradable, like it literally dissolves in water, like packaging. And it's woven floss. And that floss actually works, by the way. It's really good <laughs> floss. I do love Coco Floss. Shameless plug for Coco Floss. I yeah, know. It works. It's good floss. <laughs> yeah, but there's other brands out there. Some of them come in little glass jars. It's very aesthetically like pleasing. I know there's bamboo fiber flosses. So it just takes a quick Google search. Um, so these are things that you can keep in your office to give to your patients, or this is something that you can tell your patients to buy directly. Um, bamboo toothbrushes. Um, I know a lot of us are um, more geared towards um, electronic toothbrushes, right? They have a little bit more finesse when it comes to cleaning patients' teeth. But I don't know about you. Every single office I've ever worked in always gave my patient a plastic toothbrush at the end of their appointment. And I was like, what's I just spent like 30 minutes talking to my patient about electronic toothbrush and I'm sending them home with a plastic one. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. My last office, we didn't give out toothbrushes. And the patients were always like, why don't I get a toothbrush here? And I was like, remember, I told you to use an electric toothbrush. Go buy one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. There are a lot of brands out there that have um, recycling programs. Um, there are uh, bamboo toothbrushes. Like if you really want to send your patient home with something, bamboo brushes are compostable. Like you can, they have a definite lifespan. They will die one day. <laughs> That's kind of in my mind, like when I look at any product, I'm like, how long does this product live? <laughs> is it forever? Or do yeah. I know that this is going to break down one day? Um, I know Quip, uh, people have a lot of mixed opinions about Quip, but they do make toothbrushes that have metal casing that's entirely recyclable, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, kind of think about what is the next best thing I could give my patient um, or just don't hand out toothbrushes altogether. Just like you said, don't feel pressured to give them out either because you're in a contract with, you know, your toothpaste provider. Um, speaking of toothpaste, uh, I have a ton of paste that I've tried over the years, but none gives me quite the clean experience that a tablet toothpaste does. I've never tried one. Oh, it's such a kick. You should. It's huh. so fun. Okay. It's very futuristic. I always feel like, yes, I truly, I live in the future. I'm using it's like you're on the Jetsons. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So tablet toothpaste are growing in popularity because of, you know, they're delicious, first of all. I know you don't eat them, but they do offer a variety of flavors. They also come in unflavored. They don't have things like SLS, you know, the big bad SLS that nobody wants in their toothpaste anymore. Um, a lot of them have fluoride. It takes a little bit of digging, but you can find fluoridated tablet toothpastes. Um, I know there are non-fluoride toothpastes that you can find as tablets or in metal um, tubes. They typically don't put fluoridated toothpaste in metal tubes because the ions kind of... <laughs> you know, chemistry. Yeah, chemistry. They mix each other. So 
Um, I'm not advocating for non-fluoridated toothpaste. I know that that is a choice that some people want to make. So, um, but yeah, toothpaste tablets are a lot of fun. You just break them in your mouth and start brushing. And it's this gentle foam. It's this gentle clean. Um, they also have um, mouth rinse tablets. You just, I, my husband loves this because we keep shot glasses in our bathroom. <laughs> and you just drop the tablet in the shot glass. It's like 30 millimeters worth of water. You br- As you're brushing your teeth, it dissolves. And when you're done, you could rinse. And that's that. Like, it's super easy. And um, you haven't thrown anything away. You haven't created any waste. All these products typically come in either glass or recyclable paper packaging. And so, yeah, it's just kind of the end of the day. You're still getting that that clean. You're still getting that fluoride protection. Uh, You're still brushing your teeth, right? Like... Still following the rules, but you're just making less waste. I love it. I'm going to have to try out a tablet. Okay. I'm going to go on a search, find some. All right. Well, let's review your top five. So, so number one in, in more the industry is, is looking at the responsibility of the industry versus the individual. Number two is uh, the relationship with telehealth, like really thinking about telehealth more Mm -hmm. um, and digital. Mm -hmm. Uh, number three is looking at things that dental businesses can implement to reduce their carbon footprint. Number four is joining organizations, ADA, EDA. And number five is looking at what we're sending home with patients and trying out that tablet toothpaste, which I'm (laughs) going to try out now. Well, Dahlia, thank you so much for coming on today. If people want to reach out to you, how can they find you? Uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. So thank you for having me. Um, they can find me on freshtakesed.com. Or on Instagram, uh, Fresh Takes Ed. And I've done a review of multiple of the products that I've talked about today. So if people kind of want to dig in a little bit deeper uh, as far as like ingredients and my experience with them, you know, those are always fun to read. But yeah. Ooh, I'm going to check those out. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, everyone, we all know that only four out of five dentists could agree. So if you have something to add to this top five, maybe another holistic tip or a green tip that you're doing, or an idea for a whole nother dental top five. Go ahead and email me at amandahillrdh at gmail.com and we'll be sure to include your dental top five. Make it a great day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of your dental top five. Be sure to join us next Thursday to hear more from Amanda.